Welcome LU's 20th president. Special guest performs at homecoming concert. And offenders are disappearing in Missouri. We'll have details when we return. This is a show for you. Put those bonnets on and get those mugs ready for this tea on Lincoln University. For the Lincoln University community. This is a new podcast for the Lincoln University community. Come on, LUMO, y'all need to get with this memo. This is a new podcast for the LU community that is for the students by the students. Too hood for the artsy kids and too artsy for the hood kids. Unity is family, closeness, honesty, and loyalty. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the fourth episode of Tea and Bonnets. As you can tell, I probably don't sound as energetic as the original K. Kizzle. <laughs> but, y'all, that's because last week was homecoming. Yes. And it was just so much foolery <laughs> and clownery. See, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. That led up. To the fun that we eventually yes, had. We, yes, yes. Uh, we worked hard. And we and played we even harder. Yes, we partied even harder. And um, <clears throat> I feel like I don't even call my voice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we definitely had. Y'all, like, I'm so tired. Between Wednesday and today's Monday, Right. I feel like I've only had, like, 10 hours of sleep. Like a whole outer body experience is going on right now. <laughs> so <clears throat> we do apologize for. See, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. Um, we do apologize that this episode is hitting you on a Monday and not on the Sunday that we always promise. Um, once again, we want to thank you all for listening and just staying tuned and staying up to date and wanting to be informed on Lincoln yes, University. Yes. Uh, and we just want to just jump right into it and give yes. you guys a little bit more about us, a little bit more information on how we view things and just how we work here at Lincoln University. We're always on the move. Uh, there's a lot of preparation that comes with homecoming. Uh, we're a part of the media team and covering all the different events on campus and stuff. So we worked really, really hard last week, which is why we party hard. You know, we definitely pat ourselves on the back because yeah. we got everything done in the sense of covering everything that needed to be covered. And uh, it wasn't easy. It wasn't. It wasn't, wasn't easy. Uh, um, that's one of the reasons why we need more sleep. Right. Um, we had to cover. But some... in the words of my mother, I can sleep when I'm dead and gone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We had to cover some really, really important events from, you know, the pres- president's inauguration. We'll to coordination. Right, right. Uh, shout out to Mr. and Miss Lincoln for that. Um, so we, we had a lot that we were um, doing. We had a lot at task this week. And I will say um, there were some things that meant to hinder us or maybe didn't mean to hinder us, but they were definitely coming off as a hindrance. Um, I think people don't necessarily take into account 
all of what B and K have on our agenda. Um, you know, and I think, honestly, many people wouldn't even be able to, you know, scarf down as much as, you know... Walk in these big shoes. Right, you know, and, and handle what we have on our plates. But um, we're definitely going to uh, get into some To some, some of the foolery. Yeah, we're going to get into some things today that uh, So, make sure place. that mugs is ready and that tea is steaming, because <laughs> it will be good. Yes, yes, it will. We're going to uh, just... Express some frustration. Yes. And just reintroduce ourselves to Lincoln University, um, to people that we personally feel um, it's necessary to introduce ourselves to because a lot of people may not necessarily know who we are. Or what we um, do. Right. You know, how we operate, how we move, uh, how we desire to be approached about certain things, you know, so I think it's in everyone's best interest that, you know, we kind of just go into, you know, things that we don't necessarily like. Right. So we will we will be talking about that a little bit later in the discussion. So stay tuned for that. Right. Um, but uh, we're going to be moving into the news now. Yes. So let's right. see what's been going on. So exciting things happened Friday. One of them being Dr. Jones Woolfolk is now the 20th president of Lincoln University. Woo -woo. On Friday, Dr. Gerald Jones Woolfolk was inaugurated as the 20th president and second female president of Lincoln. The inauguration took place in Mitchell Auditorium. Guests included her family, previous LU presidents, past colleagues, and former students of Dr. of Dr. Jones Wilfolk who spoke very highly of her. She has worked in many universities in the area of student engagement and and enrollment. And when moving to different universities, many of her past colleagues have stated when she walked into the room, the search was over. Her plans for LU include helping students find jobs after graduation and moving students into the 21st century workplace. Mm. She thanks her family and people she has encountered over the course of her career for helping her make it this far. No, I'm going to hold her to that because I need me a job after school. Right, and <laughs> I just want to say again, congratulations, yes. Dr. Jones Wolfolk. Yes. So next, we're about to get into this homecoming concert party with a guest appearance from G Herbo. Yes. Doors open at 9 p.m., but he actually didn't start performing till about 2 in the morning. During the week, CAB were selling raffle tickets that students could buy to meet G Herbo. Multiple students won the meet and greet, and the winners were announced on Instagram Live. The meet and greet happened before his performance. And, you know, although he came out, you know, a little late or I won't say late because I don't know that. But although it was late in the eat, late in the day when he came out, he had, um, you know, really good state stage presence and was very entertaining. OK. All right. So what you got for us, Malik? Something a little bit more serious to end it off for the news. Um, hundreds of sex offenders have gone missing in Missouri. Mm. Uh, according to CNN, more than 1,200 rapists and child molesters have not been accounted for on the Missouri State Highway Patrol website. This site includes an online registry of offenders to view them in your surrounding area. State law requires sex offenders to register their name, address, and other info on a regular basis with local enforcement officials in their area. If an offender fails to register, they are considered non-compliant and an arrest warrant is supposed to be issued. Counties across Missouri are being blamed for having inadequate enforcement 
of the registration requirement at the local level. This includes the city of St. Louis, where 19% of offenders are currently not accounted for. Mm. So, uh, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty serious. Yeah, you know, that's, that's uh, kind of scary, yeah, you know, when you're, you don't know who's around your kids, who's watching them at all mm -hmm. times. We live in a very messed up generation right, or society definitely. right now. Yeah. And it's just scary. You know, I'm not a parent, but if I were to step into the shoes of a parent to know that in the state of Missouri right now, mm -hmm. I can't find out. If an offender is my next door neighbor, if right, my right. if an offender is my child's bus driver, so that's just a really scary thing to think about. Yeah, I mean, I think it's scary for anyone. Like it, we're all vulnerable to yes. these offenders, you know, whether Most you definitely. are a man or a woman. It definitely is um, kind of, you know, yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a alerting to hear, you know, yeah. um, because you want to think that officials have it under control, right? And they're just going to keep you informed. I know they're not going to catch everyone, exactly. But originally, when I heard the story, heard about the story uh, prior to actually going into the research of it, I was kind of thinking like, okay, these people are, you know, kind of just disappearing out of the database. I'm like, you know, <clears throat> you know, I like to think is a vigilante out there, you know, right. knocking them out, or. But then I started thinking. Um, you know, that that that's probably um, I, I would like to think that there's like a vigilante out there, maybe knocking these folks out. But I mean, in the real world, these people are um, just not being accounted for on this site. So it's like, you know, almost like they're just, you know, being, you know, pretty much wiping their information and their records out, right. you know, clearing it up. You know, your your offending can be deleted, I guess you can say. But <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> but but no, that that's that's I mean that's kinda it's kinda scary. But yeah. uh yeah, uh, officials definitely need to get on that. Um because I wanna live in a world with my kids where I know that, you know, right. I feel secure with you know, where where they're gonna be at. But you know what? That's why I'm probably gonna do homeschooling. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm probably gonna do that. Yeah. So as far as our president you know, once again, congrats to her. We definitely are making moves to bring her on the show. Oh, yes. Have a conversation with her. She seems really fun. We saw her, you know, turning yep, up at, at the, the pep, pep rally, rally, dancing and stuff, you know, having a good time, engaging with the students. And, you know, I've actually heard that she was actually kind of shy. So it was good to see her, yeah. you know, really just, you know, involved and engaged with everyone and stuff. And um, as far as the concert, you know, me and my partner, we were there. And uh, I think that, um, I, you know, but he performed a lot better than I thought. Yeah, I'll yeah, give he, him that. Yeah, because I, 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 I wasn't necessarily a fan prior to him. Um, but it kind of reminds me of when uh, Uzi performed mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. And I was able to um, get backstage and take photos and all of that. You know, he, Uzi is a performer. Yeah, most like, definitely. That man was crowd surfing. And I mean, he's small enough to do it. Right. So, you know, he just Tarzan all through Richardson <laughs> pretty much. But it was a really good time. And, um, yeah, uh, G Herbo, you know, he, he definitely... Uh, you know, surprised me. You know, he he stayed on beat with some things. You know, definitely need to stay on beat with, you know, um, being on time possibly because I don't know if the brother was late or not. But I will say we was waiting a cool little minute. Yeah, especially if doors open at nine. Yeah. And 
the performance didn't start till almost two in the morning. This dang near like four or five hours we yeah. was waiting. I mean, I'm just glad we looked good while right. we was waiting there. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there were, there were good vibes and people were having a good time and stuff. There were no fights. I'm so glad we didn't show out, you know, in front of the celebrity and stuff like that. So Lincoln University, I'm proud of y'all for that. Keep it up. So now, you guys, we're going to go ahead and move into our announcements. Hump Day, once again, you all, that is every Wednesday at 11 o'clock on the steps in front of Enemy ePage Library. This is an event that gives a platform for not just the top organizations on campus, you know, the Divine Nine, um, CAB, it, it, it get the smaller organizations on campus that maybe don't get a lot of clout or attention. You go there and it gives you a platform to be able to just let people know of events or different projects or things that you have coming up or maybe that you even need, you know, help or support right. from. You know what I'm saying? Just go and, and take advantage of that. Um, I will say... For those who are running it, we've heard some 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 reviews on it, and I would say um, people are a little people tend to get a little lost on how exactly they are presenting their event or you know what they have going on. They go there, and I get. It, you guys just need to hold their hands a little bit more and just guide them on how exactly, you know, um, you're giving them an opportunity. Yeah. Um, that's what, you know, uh, I've heard. So, you know, for whoever is putting this on, you know, just help the people out a little bit more, you know, when they're there, give them more guidance. You know, it's nothing wrong with that, you know. Yeah. So next we have voter registration and Wednesday, October 10th is the last day to register to vote in the November 6th elections. So yes, uh, remember to vote by Wednesday so you can vote in November to be able to change up the politicians right down the street from us. Yes, yes, yes. And Dr. Gossett, she wants you all to get involved with this voting, have a voice, and she wants to just see us as a people make a change. Right. Use our ability and power as a unit, as a people. Vote because it counts. And yes. as long as you are here, you staying on campus, even if you staying off campus. But I don't know if you think you stay on campus, so you're just void as a resident in Jeff City. <laughs> but no, you're a resident in Jeff right. City. So all the regulations affect you. So she wants you to vote and Make a change. Make a difference while you're here because you never know how long you will actually be here. Um, there was a court case last Monday and during homecoming, and this was uh, uh, in front of Judge uh, Callahan, and the case was on if people should be given the right to vote with out having a Missouri license. Now, the reason why this is significant is because, you know, people like myself and Kay here, we're not from Missouri. We never originally, we, we didn't know that we were going to come out here. Right. So we didn't think to register to vote in Missouri. But we registered back at home, and we're now registered here so that when the November 6th votes come up, we'll be able to participate in that. Yes. So um, this case that was done, you know, it, it was uh, to see if uh, people, you know, should be able to vote if they don't, you know, have those those licenses. So the case that was done Monday in court in front of Judge Callahan was if all you needed to vote 
for the November 6th elections was just your Missouri registration card. Mm -hmm. um, but they want to know if you actually have to be registered to vote in Missouri. Right. Um, if you have to be registered to vote at the current address that you are at. Um, some of the challenge with that is people, they end up moving mm -hmm. and they don't change their address. So it just kind of comes off as if they're really making it hard, trying to hinder people to from vote. using their power to vote. Yes. Okay. So, all right. So Dr. Gossett, once again, once everyone on Link University, when you register to vote, go to lincolnu.turbovote.org. And when you arrive to the portion of the application where they ask if you are registered to vote, select no slash I'm not sure. And it will proceed to take you to a page where you fill out all your information. Be sure to use your residence hall address. Okay, so once again, that's information on how you can register here on campus to vote. And remember, the last day is Wednesday, October 10th. All right, y'all. All right, so the last announcement that we have is midterms is slowly approaching. Midterms are October 19th, and just everybody, this means we are halfway through the semester. After that, Thanksgiving break will be right around the corner. Right. Then it'll be winter break. So everybody just make sure you on your stuff. You're right. turning in your homework, communicating with your professors mm -hmm. if you're absent. That way we can all get them... 3.0s and aboves and be on the dean's list. Most definitely, most definitely. And one thing I wanted to mention too, um, this past homecoming week, I was informed that my professor, Dr. Squires, was out for the week. I want to just send prayers her way because she yes. was in the hospital. And um, from what I heard on Saturday, um, she had not been released yet. But hopefully this week she will be released. And I hope she's doing better. So we just send our prayers out to her. Yes. Um, as far as midterms, you know, we just want to uh, remind everybody again, talk to your professors because I'm pretty sure you was avoiding them during homecoming, <laughs> you know, but like we said, don't let homecoming be, be your, your home going. going. You know, you uh, we haven't even we literally haven't even reached the halfway mark yet. So go talk to your professors, communicate with them. And y'all, please don't go at the end of the semester. Right. And Telling be, your professor, <laughs> I need this grade. Can right. you help me out with this? You know, like, just communicate with them throughout, you know? Like, make it count, okay? Because you'll be surprised that when you talk to your professors earlier and you let them know what's going on, how accommodating they can be. Most definitely. They just want to know that you care at the very beginning right. and not at the end because you're desperate at right. that point. All right, so let's get into sports. Our LU Blue Tigers are now 2-4. and four. Homecoming game, it was a really close game. They lost by one point. The score was 14-13. Mm, mm, mm. Unfortunately, a field goal got blocked. But you know what? At the end of the day, they played a good game, and it wasn't like they just got totally wiped out. Right. You know, yeah. it was one point. So I know you guys are going to come back and do good. Next Saturday's game is an away game, and that's going to be at Truman State. And our courageous Blue Tigers, they fought hard, even – unsure if it was going to storm on right. them, you know, so, you know, shout out to them. I'm so proud of them that they were able to even, you know, remain that close, you right. know, and not just get wiped out completely. But, you know, I think ultimately this, they did this homecoming, yeah, yeah they, they, they really brought it. They, yes. they really did. So go out and support. Um, well, if you can, 
make it to Truman State, go out and support our Blue Tigers, and, you know, just bring in that uh, LU spirit to help yes. them, you know, bring that win home. Yes. So now uh, basketball season is also approaching. We still got some time. You know, their first game is November 9th and everything, but we just want to let everybody know and get them prepared, get everybody prepared for the next sport that's about to be underway. So basketball, keep a lookout for the posters and their right. game schedule so we can also give them the same support we've been giving to the basketball yes, team. Yes, because they've been training hard, y'all, so we definitely got to go support them, y'all. Okay, now we're going to go into what the students are talking about on campus. And honestly, on campus. honestly, I think... Everyone's probably just like having recaps of, of home their homecoming. homecoming, and you know, I'm, I'm, you know, homecoming was cool. It, yeah. this, this last homecoming um, definitely had some some high points. It, mm -hmm. it definitely tired us both out, right? But you know, we both had fun. You know, we went to both parties, yes. the concert slash party, then the um, step show so after, after party, party. Uh, which were both held in the gym. And, you know, it was a nice space, uh, you know, but it was a nice turnout. You know, we looked good. Outfits planned, you right. know. Your boy got his hair cut as <laughs> planned. You know, had to go to St. Louis for some things. But, you know, I made it back and I was able to look good <laughs> and all of that. But, yeah, no, we definitely uh, we definitely were able to turn up after, you know, um, you know, we just, we after we worked hard, like, the whole time. I yeah. want to say it was... It was literally Saturday, like, around 1 when we knew we could literally just, like... Like, take a breath. Like, yeah, just kick back right. at that moment. Like, we wasn't representing the school. I mean, we're always representing, representing the, the school, school, but we're just like, okay, this is our time. Yeah. What did you think about it, though? Like, um, you, you know, I definitely feel like this homecoming had to be what you made it. Yeah. You know, it had to be, you know, if you felt like this homecoming was weak or whack or whatever you probably should have surrounded yourself with better people you know what I'm saying because yeah. although for me this wasn't the best homecoming right but it was great because you know I was with my people so right. we you know we had start from you know homecoming definitely had to be who you surrounded your people who you surrounded yourself with mm -hmm. and everything. I know I had a good time because of the people that I was with. You know, Step <laughs> Show, BDK came and showed out. Yes. We flew, we buzzed, and we stung. <laughs> <laughs> and if you didn't catch it on my Instagram, go follow me and you will see that photo. Right. Go follow my partner here. Right. See but that. yeah, Homecoming was beautiful. I think um, one of the most motivational events that I went to was probably the president's inauguration. Oh, yeah. Just to see, you know, a black woman of that stature have such a high position and to be the second female president of a university was very motivating as a black woman. And it was just, it was something that I needed to see and everything just to be able to be, well, you know what, I'm doing the right thing and I'm in the right place, you know, getting my education. Most definitely. I want to say my, my most memorable, well, one of the most impactful events I went to probably was the uh, gathering of gentlemen mm -hmm. under you know our Mr. Lincoln University Dante West and it was it was a really really nice uplifting event there was a beautiful poem done um, by one of the queens I excuse me I do not know her I can't remember her name but it was basically from the perspective of a woman mm. to the kings you know just kind of letting them know 
Like, we're here for you. You know, mm-hmm. we may not always be easy on you, but that's just because we expect so much. And we know that we don't, you know, always make it easy for right. you. But we know the world doesn't want always make it easy for you. So we definitely want to keep supporting you. And I mean... I, in that, it was evident to me that black women have always been the backbone mm-hmm. of men. So I think that was definitely necessary. But it was good to see Dante's friends and, you know, uh, people that he was real close to, some past, uh, you know, members of the royal court, um, as far as, you know, kings, uh, you know, alumni that, that showed up. You know, we had, uh, you know, comments from Jonathan uh, and Paul, and even Dr. O. Yes, you know, and Dante and how he grew so much yes. as a man. And I think literally, like, if you've been here long enough, like, we've all seen that. Yeah. So it was it was really, really beautiful just to see the, the brotherhood and the upliftment, you know, uh, within, you know, our brothers, our black brothers and all of that at that event. So that, that was really, really cool. Um... Yeah, I mean, you. I want to talk. I want see if if uh, DC is listening. <laughs> I want you to know that BDK we don't play games. Right, we will learn and we will let ready. Me, let me tell y'all. So we at the step show, right? <laughs> and we got our BDK shirts on. You know, we at the top. This man looking on his phone. You know, because I'm pretty sure he had a little script he had to stick to. Remember to shout out. You know, mm-hmm. some of the people of the Divine Nine and just you know guests, alumni, all that good stuff. I'm texting this man. I know he see these messages coming through, and I'm telling him. Shout out Beyonce Delta Kappa. Because we was ready to steam. We was ready. Like, we, we had to call and everything. So we sitting there. And, you know, we, you know, be fine. Like, we was going to be on it. You know, like, we was just waiting for him to just be like, hey, you know, I want to give a special shout out to BDK. But see, people always think we playing. And, we and you know what? That's a little bit about what this episode is about. Right. We just kind of inform some people on some stuff that they've had a little misconstrued about us or whatever. But nah, yeah. DC, we definitely uh, we definitely love him. And he, you know, was a good host and all of that. But, but next time, take yes, us serious. Definitely the step show was really good. Some great performances. Shout out to the winners. Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, congratulations on y'all. Yes, win. And yes. congratulations to the men of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated for the win as well. Just really good performances. Very entertaining. And I have to say well deserved yes most definitely I don't I don't believe a mistake was made at I all don't and I'm gonna just say that <laughs> you know I definitely think that they they definitely they earned it yeah they most definitely because so, it was know, it was good there was you no know, doubt about that Delta's definitely gave a tribute to um their sorority Miss Cookie who yes. passed away earlier Last that was month. beautiful. Yeah, so that was really beautiful. Kappas, you know, they did really good. Precision was good. They was yes. only with them canes. They was moving them shoulders, too. Right. Yeah, they never fell with that. They was getting it. And then after that, you know, we headed back, changed, you know, got off fly, you know, popped out, you know, <laughs> reminded people of who Looking we like were. Looking the whole meal. Right. Still repped to BDK, but, you know, yes. the shirts came off. We had our own little individual styles and outfits on and stuff, which you also can check on my Instagram. We was looking really, really good. And um, that after party on Saturday was also held in uh, Jason, Jason Gym. Jim. And uh, it was it a was nice cool. little turnout. Yeah, it was yeah. a good turnout. Cool, you know, played some music yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that we definitely can give some 
pointers to the DJ. And I'm going to just say it because it's like, I need people to understand, like, you have to take that. You have to take that criticism yeah. as a DJ. Because we'll take it as well. Yeah, you have to take that criticism as a DJ because you are literally controlling the dynamic of, of so many different personalities out there in the crowd. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have people that are vibing with you, but then you're going to have people that's like, they can't just go from R. Kelly to Finito. <laughs> You know, they need a they need a transition right. in between, you know. So I mean I definitely was vibing with the music, but the transitions definitely can be worked on um from the DJ that was there both nights. You know, I'm not gonna say that he's horrible, but I think, you know, he definitely needs to kinda um well, I mean, even just talking about the the party slash concert, that little stall they was doing. The music wasn't up to par for how long y'all had people waiting for this man to come out. I definitely think there there needs to be a balance, you know, because not speaking for myself personally, I don't know a lot of this music from these little herbos and (laughs) babies and young boys and all that. I don't I don't know all that. I definitely am a person that needs balance yeah you know within the music so where, where was the like the sickle mode and you know the ape shit you know like all the all the good stuff like i mean that people like this summer has some really really good, good music hyped music and i just you know like and I just, every party we hear the same the same 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 yeah same like real music. ratchet stuff and i don't have no issue with that but you're still playing finito like i was listening to that in 2014 like that's a you can fall back on that that's fine that's good but you know like there's some new hype music coming right. up you know what i'm saying and i would say there is some music that goes down in history as like a party song, especially when you know you got a lot of ratchet activities going right. on. But like you know, we we definitely gotta um, don't just talk bad about the DJ. Give him some advice. So our advice to you is listen to a little bit more of the Turner music of the summer. You know, maybe get a little ear to what the West Coast is listening to mm-hmm. over the summer. You know, the East Coast, all of that. So next time, you know, people won't be talking about you know you you was whack because that's that's what we heard. You know, <laughs> and I'm I'm just saying, you know, like I I wanna you know keep vibing. To you being the DJ at a party, you know, I just wanted to be where I don't have to have, um, I, I can be in a sober mind. I'll say that. <laughs> and just be like, that party was like dope. You know, right, like, I was right. really feeling that. But yeah, um, overall though, you know, at the party, it was cool. You know, we saw our different uh, organizations strolling and you know, once again, making the freshmen feel like, ooh, you know, I need to be there and all right. that. They definitely did their thing. And the alumni came back and did their thing. So, you know, you guys contributed to why we all had a good time. So thank you for that. Yes. All right. So, you know, that was our recap of homecoming. And now yeah, we're about yeah, to yeah. get into some major tea. <laughs> so as you all know, we've mentioned several times on the show the passing of Sharon Sessions yes, and yes. Um, just how sad that was, how many people loved and missed, loved him, miss him. And were impacted by, you know, you know his presence and everything. And people, you know, are still grieving that, which they have the right to do. So um, last week, a LU alumnus made a um, very distasteful Facebook post and I'm going to read that to you all so you can kind of get the gist of you know 
why we're talking about this. So the post says, I've tried to be quiet about the situation because it's a delicate, in quotations, situation. But I'm tired of seeing it on my TL, so I'm going to address it. If you don't like my opinion, unfriend me and go about your day. Because I'm definitely unfriending every single last person I see make a post about it. Henceforth, because I'm tired of seeing it. You know, I can't say what I want. Shut. I can't, you know, cuss what she been saying in the post. But shut up about Sharon G. Yes, it's sad that he lost his life. You're human. You have your right to tears, sadness and grief. But ultimately, he brought it upon himself. Any and everyone that knew him had a conversation with him or even hung around him for more than two seconds knew that boy was messier than the straight teenage boy's room. Look at his last tweet, if you don't want to believe this, was the queen of messiness on the campus of Lincoln University. Y'all talk about y'all want justice, but refuse to look at the fact that there that Y'all talk about y'all want justice, but refuse to look at the fact that... Hold on, y'all, because this little grammatical error is in its post. <laughs> Y'all talk about y'all want justice, but refuse to look at the fact that there are court records, police records, phone records that show he told Sharon not to come to his house, yet Sharon still came. It's in court documents that Sharon was asked to leave dude's property, yet Sharon didn't leave. It is in court documents that Sharon was asked to leave, and this is all in cap capital letters. It is in court documents that Sharon was asked to leave multiple times with the gun in plain sight to inform Sharon that his presence was not wanted at his house. Yet Sharon didn't leave. So what does that say about Sharon? Y'all want justice for a grown man that was harassing another grown man and got himself killed. Y'all are some jokes and I'm tired of seeing the hypocritical BS on my timeline. Half the people up here acting butthurt over his death. Posting pictures, creating shirts are the main people to blame as to why he's dead now. Y'all encourage his insane behavior and blame others for being homophobic or saying they should just know that that's how he is. When in all reality, he needed to fix himself as a person. Nobody is perfect, but abuse is abuse and it tolerated when it comes from a certain crowd. But then people hate to see repercussions. Maybe he could have beat Sharon to a bloody pope instead of shooting him, but he has a right not to be harassed or abused like anyone else. And coming to somebody else's home is in no way respecting his rights. End quote. Yes. So, I mean, I can go or you can go. This is my issue I have with the post. Everybody is entitled to their opinion. Everybody has Correct. the right to their feelings and to feel how they feel. But first issue I have, you're talking about you're tired of seeing it on your timeline and people talking about it. Just as you easily told people to unfriend you and block you, you could have done the same. But no, instead, you wanted to, you know that, as you said, was a delicate situation. Mm -hmm. And you know that's a soft spot for people because right. Sharon was loved by many. Right. But yet you make a hateful, distasteful post because of what? You're miserable with your own life? Right. Were you looking for attention? Right, right. That's the first issue I have with the post. The second issue I have with the post is you know you're part of an organization. So you no longer represent yourself as a person. You represent yourself in that organization. So you making that post, how does that reflect on your organization? 
See, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. And I just feel like the whole thing was, like I said, disrespectful, mm -hmm. distasteful, and honestly, it lacked empathy. Most because, definitely. like I said, you, you are entitled to your opinions and how you feel. But just as easily as you could have unfriended and blocked those people showing love for Sharon mm -hmm. and grieving his death, right. you, you could have easily. Yeah. She gave people the advantage um, and the opportunity to... Prep, prepped himself for her response, prepped himself for something that she knew was going to get a response, a right. negative response from a lot of people. And like sh her giving people permission to not read it, not view it, block it. My thing is, you could have done that just as well on Facebook, right. okay? Because it's, it's a two-way street with this. If you were truly busy and living your life, Mm -hmm. and moving in the direction of your dreams and aspirations where you're supposed to be headed, maybe you would have not been on Facebook at the time and got, you know, to your other obligations, things that you actually, things that needed to be done. Right. But because it's coming off like you don't have a life, you had so much time to write such a negative post on a social media outlet that a lot that everyone knows a lot of companies a lot of mm. older people are on you know instagram twitter tumblr you know that's that's for more the young folk you mm. know what i'm saying so people you know sometimes they express and you themselves. knew that it was a chance that his mother was going to come across that post most definitely and, and sometimes people express themselves more on you know the instagram and the twitter because they feel like you know i have more freedom mm -hmm. my parents may not see this you know my my family oh, family may not see this but you did this on a site where like he was getting ready to say his mother saw the post and mm -hmm. you were just totally just not you just totally insensitive to the fact that his mother just lost, lost. him yeah and she knows him mm -hmm. she may not know him entirely with every little detail but she gave birth to this man exactly. you're just coming into the picture and the whole thing about we know Sharon was gay so that whole thing of you saying he's messier than a straight boy's room, mm -hmm. like that was that, a dig. That, that was a dig. Was. And the fact that you're trying to justify it doesn't matter if Sharon was messy or not. That does we we in our early twenties. What we supposed to do? We all messy to a certain degree. That don't justify somebody being killed. No, and it does it doesn't even justify what she did here. Yeah, her exactly. being in her twenties and her, you know, having time to be on social media and to read these posts and to feel like because she has the platform of the Greek life, mm -hmm. which is what she basically took advantage of, you know what I'm saying? Because with great power comes great responsibility. Exactly. You took advantage of that and you made a comment because you felt like you had the platform mm -hmm. and the foundation to do that. Right. Now let me ask you a question would you have done that prior to crossing you know I'm not sure but my thing is you don't understand the representation that you have it's mm -hmm. not about coming into this new way of life and just bossing people around stepping stepping on people's heads you know feeling like you can do anything or say anything no actually since you since most people want to walk around like they celebrities now with all this vanity, you actually have more of an image to uphold mm -hmm. because you talk to real celebrities 
that live in Hollywood and are really traveling the world, they can't do everything they wanted to do prior to actually becoming famous. So if that's what you're trying to model after, then you need to do a little bit more research on Mm -hmm. your personal character and how you need to represent not only yourself, but your organization, your historical organization. Exactly. And, you know, we've had some time to let, you know, the post simmer and what we wanted to say. Because if we had recorded this when this post came oh, out, yeah. it would have been way Well, And I will say I responded to the, the post. And, you know, this goes back to the messy thing. Let me tell you something. Don't throw stones from your glass house. You better say that. Because... You guys are clearly trying to throw stones from behind your computer screen, these touch screens, whatever it is, and your glass is fragile. It will shatter. Just simple. Mm-hmm. Because you, a lot of people know about you. And I'm going to just say that to the extent of just like we all can come off a little messy, just like we all have done different things, we've grown Mm -hmm. as individuals, as young people. There's a lot of growth that you even have had to have done yourself that, you know, is, is definitely, you know, something a lot of people can remember. So the comment for me was just me kind of bringing her back to earth and reminding her that you've been in some situations that have had negative repercussions Mm -hmm. because you were being messy. And I don't even necessarily need to go into everything that was done and, you know, uh, how they disciplined you. But, you know, you need to be very mindful of when you use that. Um, Her referencing back to, you know, his Facebook and what she didn't know what was going on in his life. She didn't know how much. And so, you know, he was defending his friend. Exactly. And she didn't know how much. Uh, how you know how much she w- he was defending his friend how much he always had his friends back mm-hmm. like you don't know him exactly you know and i'm going to go ahead and read uh Sharon's mother's post that she made um it was it, it to me honestly it was really beautiful i'm yeah. just going to go right into it um she said quote yes i saw it i know it may sound crazy but i smiled Everyone is entitled to their opinion. She has every right to feel the way she feels. Was she wanting a reaction from me personally? Well, I can give her one. Sweetie, I'm sorry you feel that way about my son. No, he probably was not liked by everyone who is. But one thing is for sure. He was loved. Loved the hell by me. I'm not bitter or upset at your feelings. Those are your feelings. I love you anyway. And no, I do not know you, but you're dealing with something that only you know is about. Many blessings to you. And I hope your life is fulfilled with all the joy and hopes God has in store for you. Sincerely and wonderfully blessed, Sharon's mom. And honestly, I just want to say, you know, I pray that when I reach her age, I have right. patience, you know, because some people think, you know, patience dwindles as you get older. And I think that, you know, it really just depends on who you are as a yeah. person, because for her to be able to, you know, respond that way, to respond at all, honestly, mm-hmm. you know, in that Rita way. Gordon wouldn't have had that. Right. Oh, and Rena Henry. No, nah, she wouldn't. Have, she wouldn't have had that either. <laughs> but Most definitely not. You know, but um, it, it definitely she God gave her that message. Yeah. And I pray that, you know, you don't even have to listen to all of our, you know, critiques on your character and, you know, judgments on just the galls that you had, mm-hmm. you know, but listen to what 
you know, um, I'm speaking, you know, to this individual who once again represents a Greek organization and alumnus. You know, you don't have to listen to our judgment of you, but listen to what his mother has to say and take this and learn something from this. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you learn something from this? When you go to bed at night, you lay there and you take responsibility for yourself. Because nobody's going to take responsibility for That's you. That's all I'm saying. Because yeah. what you fail to realize is it really comes down to the fact that you did this as an alumnus during homecoming. homecoming. People that are coming back. Before homecoming even kicked off. Right. Which was really that that was just real bold to me. Right. You know, like I'm I'm just I'm just really thrown back because it's like you knew you were going to see people. You knew all these people were gonna come back. You knew that a lot of people were gonna see you. Um, you knew that a lot of the line that had just come out, you know, you know that they look up to you. They're they're wondering, you know, how things are going in your life, you know, mm -hmm. after college, you know, and after you graduate from an institution of higher learning that is supposed to be instilling professionalism. Right. And this is how you portray yourself as basically being an elder or an example. Mm -hmm. Like you should really be ashamed of yourself and then if you're going to stand in your opinion be stand, bold with it be stand bold with it through the through, through the whole thing because, don't wither because people are exactly. giving you what they feel exactly you gave what you felt so expect people to give you criticism and tell exactly and expect that same exactly thing back and and what i think is funny is as y'all know step show was saturday you called somebody that we close to to have them record the step show for you because you were scared to show up see when you do clownery the clown comes back to bite so most that definitely. lets yeah. everybody know yeah. that if you, you knew you was wrong. Most definitely. And if you knew if you knew that you were going to be in a position where people were possibly going to get physical with you, that was their issue. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, if they were to jump on you, once again, they're representing their entity and mm -hmm. whatever they're a part of. So, of course, this goes for everybody. You may be upset. You may be mad. You may want to get physical. You may want to resort to something. But we are at an institute of higher learning. We have everything at stake. So... We, we have a lot to lose, and we have to really, really Realize take that, that. into account. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, I feel like with this right here, you know, I don't know if you were just fed up with your organization or what, but it just seemed like you just, you, you had your whole, you know, letters at stake. You know, because with that right there, that, that to me, that, that was just your dignity, your morality. Mm -hmm. Like, you just came off like you really didn't care. And to yeah. me, like, it, it was just disgusting. Yeah, it really you know, was. But and as I keep saying, it was just, it lacked empathy and it was hateful. Most definitely. Very distasteful. But like I said, you need to take into account what Sharon's mother is saying and go with that. Because um, if you don't take that, take the fact that you're going into the real world and I don't know whatever what what your degree was in but we need Criminal to get justice. back to okay so we need to get back to professionalism mm -hmm. because that right there that's key uh, I will say at an institute, uh, at a college, you know, we come in here, we can mess up. Freshman year, you know, we may slack off a little bit. But by the time you graduate and when they push you out into the real world, this type of stuff here, this is shocking because this type of stuff is unacceptable. Right. After a certain age, like past 22, 23, like you really shouldn't be responding this way. And I think with a lot of 
a lot of ordeals on campus, the lack of professionalism at Lincoln is not being developed. It's mm -hmm. not being reiterated. Things are just being acceptable. We get by on, you know, just acting as though we're not adults. Mm -hmm. And it's just not acceptable. So with that being said, we're going to get into this main discussion and we're going to um, talk about professionalism and we're going to talk about college professionalism and how that is what's supposed to get, be getting you ready for the real world professionalism all right so as we talked about at the top of the hour we have some things that we really want to address and once again i feel like Homecoming, it's a very stressful time for people. People are, you know, wanting to have fun. Mm -hmm. They're trying to get everything finished by the end of the week. So by the weekend, you know what I'm saying, you can, can just, you know, it. pretty much chill and just, you know, wild out. Um, and I know things get very stressful. And I know sometimes we get in our own thoughts because we're just trying to do so many things at one time. Um, I want to say the last two weeks have definitely been an example of, People, you know, being very stressed out in their own, you know, reality, what's going on in their situation, organization, whatever it may be. And sometimes we come off a little insensitive of other people. Mm -hmm. You know, um, homecoming is a show and you want to put the best show on. Uh, but to do that and to be successful in that, everyone within the Link University community, students, Faculty, alumni, Jeff City residents, everyone contributes to that. Yeah. So if you're trying to get something done by homecoming, something that needs to be put up, you know, respect is the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. Because if you need something, you need to come right. Yes. And that's what we're going to talk about. Because in the real world, let me just lay something out real quick. Y'all won't get away with half the stuff y'all do here. And Jobs will be lost. Most definitely. Lawsuits will be filed. Most definitely. So, and, and we're not talking to the school as a whole. We're talking to specific the people. If the shoe fits, most wear definitely. It. And specific people that we have had certain encounters mm -hmm. with in the last two weeks, where you know I think things are a little misconstrued because I want to say that. You know, there are entities on this campus that do not act as entities. Mm -hmm. They do not act as though when they graduate, they're going, they're going to have to humble themselves in a way that it's like, okay, well, you know, in college, I may have been popping. I may have been hot. And don't nobody care about that. These white folks do not care about they, that they, in the they real really world. Don't. They really, really don't. And, and the reason why we're just saying it like that is because it is an attitude that is an epidemic at this school. You need to humble yourself and realize when you are going to someone for something, you got to come correct. I don't care if they look like they don't got all the money. I don't care if they look like they don't even got a whole bunch of people behind them. If they got something that you want, you need to come correct. Exactly. And that's why, once again, we're going to go a little into how we're, we're just going to remind some people of professionalism and respect as just human beings. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Do you have anything that you kind of want to add before I go into the story? After the story. Okay. So 
Like we mentioned, the last two weeks were a little stressful for us. You know, we've been putting out our episodes on Sunday. Like I said at the top of the hour, this one's coming out on Monday because, you know, we had a lot going on right. this past week. But, you know, we promised these episodes. So we still getting them out. And thank you for everyone that is being patient with us and, and listening yes. to this one today. Um, we had a lot going on as far as maintaining our obligations, you know, knocking things out, while also having to be patient with certain people. Mm -hmm. Now, let me make something really, really clear real quick before I go into what happened these last two weeks. Okay. I understand that we live in a society where when you think you can get away with certain things with people. You're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? But one thing that I live by is people only do to you what you allow. Wow. So even in this situation here, there were some things that I had to learn. But at the same time, even to those that may be victims in certain situations like this where you've allowed things. You know, I want to say that it's okay to still be nice and still remain the person that you are. Mm -hmm. You know, you just learn that with certain people, you know, you give less of that kindness to and maybe you can distribute it more out to other people. And I'm mm -hmm. talking about in giving, you know, doing favors and all of that. So we're just going to jump right into a little situation that, yes. you know, took place or whatever. And one that me and Kay were still, you know, um, learning from and just, you know, really evaluating the situation and, and growing and figuring, you know, what could be done differently next time. Right. So I want to say the Sunday of the first episode. Yes. The first episode. I was approached by an individual on campus who also is a photographer um, and he has his camera, you know, he, um, I would say, and he was asked uh, by an organization on our campus to use his equipment. Now, the camera that he, you know, you, I, I don't know if, you know, he was going to lend them their camera. He was busy at the time. So he thought, you know, to himself, okay, well, who, who else could I call? Who else could I reach out to? The first person he thought of was me. So he reached out to me and he basically asked me if the organization could use my equipment. But he didn't necessarily come in the sense of like organization, more so an individual, mm -hmm. which for me, you know, isn't an issue because it's like, OK, well, I know that's one person mm -hmm. that's going to be operating this using my baby yes. and I can have a conversation with you. So, you know, I told him um, that was the Sunday we was putting out the first episode. You know, we were trying to get things moving and going and stuff. And, you know, I, granted, um, they were asking if they can use it. Usually I've had people ask if I can record, you know, their little session, whatever the case may be. So because, you know, I was trying to put, we were trying to put out the episode and I wasn't necessarily going to be there, you know, I was like, okay, well, I'll focus on this episode. They can use, you know, the camera equipment. So I ended up telling him, give me the individual's number so mm -hmm. that I can speak with him because it's simple as this. You... For example, you have your child. Mm -hmm. You know that you are going to be giving your child to someone. You have to go to work. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, you're paying them. You know, you guys are helping each other out. You look that person in the eye. You let them know. You know, this is something about my child. This is what i rather you do. You know, this is what you don't do. You mm -hmm. know, I trust you to take care of my baby. Simple as that. Okay. So, through that process, that day, okay, 
I never was able to speak to the individual that needed the camera who actually was going to be operating the camera. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason why I was not really concerned about, you know, who was using it too was because this man is, um, you know, an older, older guy. You know, uh, I would say a, a lot older than a lot of us, a lot mm -hmm. older than some of the other members of the organization that are around my age, 22, you know. So I was really trusting it. You know what I'm saying? But I never got to speak with him. Who did I speak to? Okay, I spoke to two other individuals who my number was given to. That was my first issue. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I, I brushed it off, but when I gave the individual who said, can they use your camera instead, when I told him to give my number to the man that would be using my camera, my issue was the man that would be using my camera, he gave my number to two different people to reach out to me for the mm -hmm. equipment. Now, my issue with that is I'm a businessman. Not everybody needs to have my number. And I'm pretty sure everybody can relate on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just simple as that. So as we move along, after a while, I start thinking about some things and I'm like, you know what? I really, really, I'm kind of getting a little, I'm, I'm kind of getting a little scared about, you know, the, uh, who's going to be operating it. I'm not speaking to them. I can't look them in their eyes, see mm -hmm. the trust. Like, no, you're going to take care of my baby. So, you know what? Let me charge you a small, you know, sum of money, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it wasn't anything Basically ridiculous. Basically a rental. You know, and it wasn't in the rental, didn't even reach $100. It did. You know what I'm saying? And I'm guessing that the the equipment was probably going to be used for about, you know, three good days, you know. Mm -hmm. So it not that not even hitting $100, to me, that's not ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I finally, you know, put that out there. I let people know. I had to communicate through people to let the man know this is how much the rental was going to be mm -hmm. while you use it. Okay. So I finally, I'm talking to one of the individuals and I remind him, can I, can you tell the man to reach out to me? Now I'm asking like a second time. Can you tell him to reach to me? Because I want to speak with him. If I can't speak to you in person, then, you know, maybe I can talk to you on the phone mm -hmm. because he's not even coming and picking up the equipment. You're having other people handle my stuff and bring it to you. Now, granted, I know I'm only 22 years old and I know that you are older and maybe you have a lot of other obligations and all of that. That's fine. But once again, you as a leader over younger people representing your organization Younger people in there that are also that also are majoring in business administration, you you that that would just be by example mm -hmm. for them to see how a business deal is done. But that but you failed to do that. OK, so when I finally get called uh, contacted by this man who was using the camera equipment. OK, he calls me from a no caller ID. <laughs> now, my situation with that is you can get my number out to two people, but I can't have your personal phone number. Like I said, I don't I, I don't I know I don't know people and people don't know me. But you know what? That's fine. That's why I'm introducing myself today. My name is Malik Henry. I'm from Los Angeles, California. Um, I am a journalism major and I am a businessman. I am a photographer. So when I give someone my number. I'm being nice because mm -hmm. I trust that we are going to do business together. And I expect that that's going to be done professionally, especially from someone that is well enough of an adult. So when the man reached out to me, we talked on the phone. I ended up telling him the price and all of that. I was informed, you know, um, that that was not actually uh, able to be paid. 
And I was informed later on, too, that, you know, I'll just say that, that that a little small amount was not able to be paid. That was totally fine. Okay, that wasn't an issue. All right. This is where people need to be very, very careful because the next thing that happened was my name was brought up in a meeting that shouldn't have even have gotten out, mm-hmm. but it did. And some of the things that were mentioned within the meeting was only mentioned because they were trusting that information was not going to be distributed outside of the walls of where the meeting was taking place inside of. Okay, that was not my fault because I did not go seeking this information after the business deal, you know, didn't go through. I went my way. They went theirs. And that was that. Okay. But someone comes to me and they tell me that my name is being brought up in a meeting because there was frustrations on me uh, presenting the price for the rental of the equipment. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, I get that we a laid back university. You know what I'm saying? People do people favors all the time. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's cool. You know, hey, bro, can I use this real quick? Can I use that? Let me use this for about an hour. I'm going to give it right back. You know, I've had, you know, the university hit me up for certain things, um, uh, SGA, CAB, different things like that. And things went through and it wasn't wasn't really a big deal. You know, money wasn't even really distributed. It was cool. Mm -hmm. You know, I've, I've done favors. It, it hasn't really been an issue. Okay. But at the same time, when you're, when, when I don't know you and we don't have a relationship and there may have been some past little, you know, opinions on, you know, me and mm-hmm. I may have had some opinions on, you know, this entity, you know, we've maybe not seen eye to eye when we don't have that relationship. That's when business definitely comes in because you got to separate the business from the personal. Mm-hmm. When you in the personal, you make and do favors. But when I don't know you and you don't know me, we're going to do business. So with that being said, that should have been handled so much more professionally. And it was not. Yeah. The fact that I told you to reach out to me and call me and you did not do that. That was unacceptable. The fact that you called me from a no caller ID, but you gave my number out. That was, un- that was unprofessional. You know, and the fact that I find out that you're talking about me in a meeting and it gets out to me. Okay, now we, we got to step back and say, okay, well, hold up. Well, what's going on with, with, with this group? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I'm not going to go all into detail on, you know, different things that have, you know, took place on campus and all of that and different people's opinions and all of that. I can only go off of this situation. Okay. And this hasn't been the first situation with different things. But like I said, this is what I'm going off of. And the whole thing just seems very unprofessional. You have grown men in your organization that are business administration that, you know, like they are going to be going out and handling business, doing business deals. These are our leaders of tomorrow. So, if y'all, if, if, if y'all, if y'all older members aren't holding y'all accountable, and if Lincoln ain't going to hold you accountable, then I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I was approached. So that's why I have a voice to say my experience. So I won't say everything that was said in the meeting, but I'm going to say this. You need to be very mindful in 2018 
the words and the terms that you are using when you are assuming you know. Or more so the words and the tone that you're using it in. Most definitely. When you are assuming that you know the sexuality of a person. Because there should have been no reason that I found out that the gay word was thrown out. In a derogatory term. Exactly. When people were trying to recognize who I was. Now, granted... That's why I said that's what this is about. This is about me and Kay presenting ourselves because people have some things misconstrued and they don't know us, which is why they maybe can feel that they can come at us any old kind of way. This isn't about getting physical. This isn't about, you know, looking down at people. This is about me and Kay being respected adults and human beings and bringing this about. So right. we just we deserve some type of respect for that. You know what I'm saying? Because there is time and energy that goes into, you know, uniting the Link University community. Exactly. OK, so the reason why different things like that were being brought up as far as what they thought my sexuality was and all of that. I'm going to just say this because I'm not offended. But I will say this. When you talk about stuff and you say different things, little slick stuff, because you think that it's not going to get out. That's not good. Mm -hmm. because you don't know if it's going to get out or not. So the best thing you probably can do is keep your mouth just shut. See, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. Okay, because what you fail to realize is, like I said, this isn't about me. I'm not offended at all. I didn't go to the information. It came to me, and I'm still sitting cool. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Handsome as hell. So at the end of the day, what I want to get to you all is this. In 2018... The LGBT community don't play that. They don't. So in 2018, I don't care who in office. Don't 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 get that confused with who you are. Mm -hmm. Because let's just be very very honest about some stuff. That's a white man sitting in office and we are young black brothers. There's a very huge difference. Things that he can get away with and say, you Are cannot do that right now. In, in this country, say. in this country, that, that's just not acceptable. So you can't say anything that's going to come off sexist, homophobic, misogynistic, racist, whatever it may be. Don't get too comfortable because you have these freshmen looking up to you. Because they don't hold you accountable. They look at everything you do, and they're just astounded by it. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you something. It's a difference between me and these freshmen. Because we did our time. Mm -hmm. They just came in. And I've seen different things done and how it hasn't been right. They've come in. They're thinking everything you do is, is just, just outstanding. So that's the difference. Please don't get me confused with these freshmen because I don't care how old you are. When you approach me asking for a favor, you need to come correct. correct. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And I'm going to let my partner take it from here. All right. So then we deal with another individual who, you know, is more behind the scenes, seem to be, you know, professional and have a business like mine. Right. We explained to him the whole situation and everything. And, you know, he was just... This was the Sunday that Miss Lincoln's episode was coming out as well. So, y'all can... Two weeks now. <laughs> two weeks. So, we're having a conversation with him. And... Um, you know, he's just seems very frustrated with it. Like, you know, he's just cleaning up a big mess. So eventually he came to us and still asked us if he could use our equipment. Because at this point they were going to be using my camera since it's a little bit newer. Right. It's clear and everything like that. So they were going to be using my equipment 
both of our equipment in this one point. bag. Yeah. yeah. So we talked to him and everything. He apologizes on behalf of his organization and everything. He comes to us. He says, you know, is there any way we can still use the camera? At this point, me and Malik are kind of over it, but we're like, we're going to be the bigger people to show y'all that it wasn't that big of a deal. Most if you had to come to us, I'm not a man, but if you had to came to Malik, my boo, as a man right. and said, this is what we needed for, this is how long we needed, then that wouldn't have been an issue. Right, right. But it took y'all having to do all of that, right. still not coming up to this man and saying anything to him. Right. So it took somebody else to come to us on to being respectful for us to be like, you know what, we'll be the bigger person and let y'all use our stuff. Right. We give y'all life. So anyway, <laughs> we let them use it. But under some circumstances that if anything came up broke, damaged, or misplaced, that that organization needed to be held accountable for that. Most definitely. So he said, that's fine. The person we were talking to said that he would be the middleman through the whole transaction of what was going on. If anything came up broke, damaged, or misplaced, that he would be held accountable for it. That's what he told us. He showed us a message he sent to their group chat. I seen it with my own eyes. So then, you know, we give them the equipment and everything. Now, they were, they were going to use the equipment for about three days. The situation... Now, another situation happened. They got the equipment, but we needed it back because Malik needed to do something for Mr. Lincoln right, to right. record a video. So it was a whole nother situation about trying to get our stuff back right. that we needed to do something of substance with. Right. So we get our camera equipment back. Following Saturday, we're taking pictures for the football game. Malik is like, do you remember the extra charger and battery being in the camera bag? I'm like, yeah, it was definitely in there because as proof to make sure all the equipment that they were using, the guy that's supposed to be held responsible took a picture of it to make sure that was like the proof that everything is in there. And if something comes up missing, the picture is the proof in the pudding. Right. So camera, Charger, extra batteries, not in the bag. So I'm like, okay, let me check my room to make sure, you know, it's not misplaced or anything. It's not in my room. So I text him, ask him to send me the picture of all the equipment. He sends me the picture. Charger and extra battery is definitely in the picture. So I asked him, I said, could you talk to the individual that was going to be using the camera and ask him, maybe did he misplace this extra, this battery and charger? Or, you know, what's going on? So, really didn't get a response from that. Okay, so I run into the individual that was using the equipment in the calf. I say, I asked him, I said, when you were using the equipment and you packed it back up so we can get it, do you remember putting an extra charger and battery in the bag? He looks at me and says, no, I don't remember putting it in there. Mm. So, my issue with that is... Y'all just being irresponsible at this point. Right. Because like Malik said, we're business people. We do photography. We have to take pictures. We're interns for the university. So since we don't have equipment, it's like, okay, we need to use the university stuff. Most definitely. We can't even use our stuff properly because y'all wanted to be irresponsible. Right. So now the person that's supposed to be held accountable for everything, the middleman through the whole transaction, 
I text him on two occasions and ask him, how can we go about getting our stuff replaced? Don't really get a response. I kind of get the runaround. So I see him sitting in the calf one day. He's with his brother. I don't know if he's trying to act all smug because he got a little crowd with him or whatever. But he basically was like, I'm sorry, your stuff is misplaced, but I can't be held accountable for it. You need to talk to the person that had it. And basically what I took from that, and he's continued on to say, well, since the equipment wasn't given back to me to check to make sure everything was in the bag, I can't be held accountable for it. That's basically what I took from it. Mm. So for me, my whole thing is it's a lack of respect. Most definitely. A lack of accountability because it shouldn't matter who it's being handed off to. Y'all were using our stuff. Right. Something came up missing. So why not all get together and be like, you know what? At the end of the day, they was nice enough to still let us use our stuff. Most definitely. Let's just be men, like y'all say y'all are, right. and replace their stuff so we can wash our hands of the whole situation. No, now we have to deal with y'all again and hold somebody else responsible that y'all don't even like. Right. Most definitely. And my thing, because everybody might be wondering, okay, well, why'd you even let them use it the second time? To be perfectly honest, see, I operate a little differently. My thing is this. You think that I don't like you. That was one of the things that came up in the meeting. You know, I, I don't like these. If you're a part of this organization, you know, I don't like you. Uh, I'm not in favor of your lifestyle, who you are. I have an issue with you. First of all, y'all not stopping my bag. So I have no issue at all with anybody in the organization. I've given advice to individuals in the organization. I'm cool with baby mamas of individuals in this organization mm -hmm. and the father. So really, it, to, the fact that it, to, to me, it seems like a little boy longing for, you know, just some love of, of a grown man. And to be honest, I'm flattered that that came up at the meeting that it's a thing of, well, it just comes off like he doesn't like 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 us. It's not that I don't like y'all. It's the fact that y'all haven't had a man tell y'all how to talk to another man, regardless if that man got a lot of money, mm -hmm. regardless if he's sitting at the top of an organization, a firm, you know, Mr. Lincoln, you know, uh, SGA president, whatever it is. You may walk. You may wonder why I'm walking around, you know, confident in who I am. That's because I had two parents and still self love in me. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna do that regardless. You may not comprehend that. But I don't need all the glitz, the glam, the vanity, and all of that. I make my money. Like I say, y'all not stopping my bag. And I can look just as good or even better than some of y'all that want to start dressing better when y'all cross. So I'm just going to say that. My thing is, it's about respect. And mm -hmm. the reason why I say, you know what? I'm still going to let y'all use it just because I get a sense that you literally think that I have a problem with y'all. And it's not about that. I have no reason not to, to dislike you. It's not going to help me mm -hmm. cross that stage faster. It's not going to get me into my job. What I'm really focused on after school rather than this little, you know, frivolous stuff. It, right. it, it's just it, it, it's so unnecessary and extraneous to my existence as a man, as a yeah. future journalist. You know what I'm saying? It just it's so it's just not important at all. So the individual that finally came correct, the reason why, because, you know, he looked at me, he understood I, from what I thought. He understood that as a man, I felt this 
disrespected. So he looked me in my face and he asked me, I know they did all of that, but can you still let them use it? And I had to look over at Cam. was kind of like, well, you know, we got to talk about it for a minute. But the reason why I let him use it was because I knew that I just knew I felt it, but I, I was wrong. I felt like I felt that this man was going to literally, you know, be responsible over our stuff. Exactly. And my whole issue with it is it has a lot to do with actions. But it has more so to do with principles. Right. Because there was no way our stuff should have been misplaced. And we're coming to y'all being respectful once again. Most definitely. Asking just for our stuff to be replaced. Right. And let's put something in the retrospect. Because... Y'all would be butt hurt if I came to y'all asking y'all, can I get, um, can, right now, can I get a ticket for one of y'all parties? Mm. But I'm going to pay y'all back when I get paid. Mm. Oh, all right, cool. We trust you. We cool with you. We're going to give you a ticket. Right, 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 right. When it comes right. time to me, refund checks come out. Hey, could you pay us for that ticket? Right. No, I'm not paying you for the ticket. Why not? I mean, y'all shouldn't have gave it to me. Yeah. Like, Y'all yeah. would be butt yeah. hurt if that situation but see, was flipped. But y'all don't think about it like that. Because it's entitlement. It's entitlement. And let me tell you, there was an event that was done by an alumni, and he graduated uh, fall 2017. Mm -hmm. And he put on an event for the organizations on campus, specifically the Divine Nine, to get critiques from the community and students. Mm -hmm. One of the first questions that popped up that... To be perfectly honest, I'm going to just say I didn't like how the question was structured. We are at an institute of higher learning. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the question was presented in a way, why are you guys entitled? We done read too many books, done went over too many vocabulary words for the question to be literally that close-ended. Right. Okay. No. The question should have been, why do people feel that you all come off entitled. Right. Because with the first question, it was, well, we're not entitled. You know, we're the light of the school. No, I don't think we're entitled. No, I don't think it's this. I think it's that. Take, the question needed to be asked in the sense of they needed to take themselves out of their own entity mm -hmm. and literally look through the perspective of everybody else. Because that's what it's about. It is entitlement. You think you can get away with calling somebody to come pick up my stuff without coming to me as a man and having me hand it to you and say, this is my baby, please protect it. Right. You think that that's okay. Then you think that, um, I, I guess I, I, don't, I don't like you like I'm supposed to like you. What exactly have you presented for me to so even, even like, like you rather than what you guys do, stroll at parties? That's all I'm saying. Like, there, there's a lot of work that needs to be done at Lincoln University. And if all of this stuff is done behind the scenes, all I'm saying is this. It need to start making some, some, something pop with Lincoln. Since everything is being done behind the scenes and all this different type of stuff, Lincoln need to start, you know, with this new president coming in. Not only is she going to be lifting the school up, all this underground stuff that's going on, that's helping the school, that need to be helping her write, uh, 
that needs to be helping right along with her efforts because all of this stuff like it's really really unacceptable right but that's what it boils down to entitlement and they honestly think that they can get away with certain things but because you're not greek you don't matter right that's that's how it comes off right and know that oh that that's not what it is we're not saying you don't matter that's how it comes, comes off. off. I don't care what your intent, like what you're doing, you in your intentions. You need to understand that other people aren't. They're not aware of your intentions because remember that's underground. Right. We don't see that. You know. So I mean, honestly, the whole situation. Go ahead. What are you gonna say? And I just want to say entitlement, at least on Lincoln University's campus, right. isn't just limited to Greek organizations. Oh, most I feel not. like entitlement comes as small as an RA position because I'm going to just put this out there. Yesterday, it was a situation. My sweet maid got locked out of her room. This girl been locked out of her room for going on three hours. She went to the office, wasn't nobody in there. She didn't even have her phone, so she had to wait right. for either me to get back to the room. None of, the, none of our other suite mates were answering the door. Right. So when we got back, she called the duty phone several times. Right. You know, when we fi- I, and I finally remembered that, oh, I have an RA's number. Let me text him real quick. Texted him. I wouldn't know, no, hey, how you doing? Because don't nobody want you. I was just simply like, let me, let me just pull this text up so I can get it to y'all. <laughs> yeah, we got to do better, y'all. We got to do. I texted this RA, said my sweet mate is locked out of her room and no one is answering the duty phone. He asked us, who was this? I told him who I was. He said, who locked out? Okay. My sweet mate, we in, we in 18, 118B. Then he proceeds to say, who gave y'all my number? Now, I get it. <laughs> I get it. You don't like your number, just people having your number for whatever reason. Right. But I wasn't texting you on right. some funny stuff. Right, right. I simply told you my sweet mate is locked out. You, as a RA, should have been like, all right, I'm on my way down. But instead, you're wondering how'd you get my number. I basically told him, it shouldn't matter. I told you my sweet mate is locked out. You need to do your job. Right. So he goes on to say, well, it does matter. This is my personal phone, not the duty phone. Okay. Well, I already told you that we called the duty phone several times, so I don't understand what's not clicking in your head right, to make right. you understand that yeah. this girl needs to get into her room. Right. That's how so, severe it is. That it re- now it's reaching your personal phone because she's right. been waiting this long. So... It was ba- we had to get in touch with the RD for somebody to eventually come unlock her door. Right. My whole thing with that was with this situation again is disrespect and it's unprofessional. Most definitely. I've told you we called the duty phone. We tried to get in touch with several other RAs. Nobody wanted to answer or act like they couldn't do their job, mm-hmm. which you get free room and board for. Right. So right. the whole thing of who gave you my number, it shouldn't matter. You're an RA. At the end of the day, do your freaking job. Pretty much. And it's as simple as that. If you can't do your job, then, then you, you don't need to be it. sitting there in it. You know, but that's literally what this entitlement reaches as well. It reaches positions on campus. And it seems to me Maybe this is just, I don't know, the scope that I'm looking from. It seems to me that people only want to do favors for people that they know could possibly pull them up into their organization. But let me tell you something. After we leave here, you're not going to know who has what and who holds exactly. what and who can hold you in the real world. Don't get this Lincoln University environment confused because 
Lincoln is very, very kind in the sense of it really blocks us from uh, looking at the real world. And how from professors to classes. Exactly. Because even if you're not in a position or in an organization, it's several professors within several degree programs that need to hold their students accountable. Most definitely. And then you even have the professors that may not even be from Jeff in this Link University environment. They're so shook as to why it seems like Greeks or People within royal court, you know, people in organizations, you know, there's desire, this desire to give them these special privileges to miss class, whatever the case. They're not used to it because they're coming from the real world Mm -hmm. and they know in the real world you can't do that because this little stuff doesn't matter as far as the budget of the company. You know, like you going out and got trying to be cute and do all this extra stuff. That's not going to bring in the revenue. Don't nobody care about all of that. Right. You know, so. Be mindful of that because when people ask you favors here and you're looking down at them like, oh, why are you asking me a favor? You can't do nothing for me. It's your job. Mm -hmm. So don't get you working here confused with being Greek. It's a very, very big difference because, Mm -hmm. first of all, both of y'all really ain't bringing no revenue into the school from what it looks like. Like I said, there may be some other stuff going on that we don't know about, but I have yet to see it. And I know the president has yet to see it, and she's coming in like, okay, there's some things that need to to be be switched up. Clearing house. So y'all need to go on and help her, you know, make some things pop. But that's really what this discussion is about. It's about professionalism because, like I said, it's about me and Kay introducing ourselves, you know, But furthermore, it's also about you understanding that this ain't about us just talking like, oh, I'm going to tell you about yourself, this, Mm -hmm. this, that. No, like I really care about my community. And as much as they get on my nerves, as disrespectful as they can come off, y'all got to be ready for this real world. Y'all got to like this little stuff here. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't think that I'm being sensitive because I'm addressing you on how you came at me. Right. I'm making because sure if the shoe was on the other foot, oh, yeah. all hell would have been right. But I'm making sure you know how to address me so that you know how to address these folks that are really going to be writing your checks. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Because I'm going to be writing some checks and I may be even be writing some of y'all. And that's what y'all confused about. Like, y'all don't know when y'all going to see me again. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, as long as I've been here, you know, Malik, you know, he do his own thing. You know, he different. Yeah, because I'm focused on me. Mm-hmm. I'm not focused on, you know, running behind nobody's tail and helping them. That's not what's in my, you know, that's not in my tunnel vision. It's just not. You know, and I'm and, and I'm, I apologize that that was your perspective of me. But now that you know who I am, you know what I'm saying? It's not, oh, the Malik, oh, you talking about the gay one? No, it's the Malik that's going to hold you accountable Mm -hmm. because no one else is especially once again because you're asking to use my stuff then I allow you to use it and then you still come disrespectful because you don't have everything that we gave to you exactly I mean, I, I, you know, it, it's, it's really about professionalism and we got it. We got to get it in order. We got to get it together because this, like right, I said, y'all going to have a real rude awakening. And this is why we can't unite because it's I'm up here. You're down here. Um, I'm asking a favor from you. Uh, you should basically give it to me. And let me address that. OK, because there there is an individual that feels that I have a problem with him because 
I want to say, I know this was just last school year. I want to say after this individual came out, he felt that the photos that I took for the Clarion, for one, if it was the Clarion's camera, I wouldn't have been able to give it out anyway, but it was my personal camera. Mm -hmm. And everybody know I don't give no free photos out, you know. So to address that situation, the individual came to me because I came to their public event to take photos for the campus so that the, the Clarion can cover this positive barbershop talk mm -hmm. that was on campus. Okay, I'm doing y'all a favor so it can be more, you know, positive light on y'all. But after the event, I was approached in the sense that I was like, you know, you know, you basically need to just, you know, slide me those photos. And like I said, y'all don't know me and I understand that, but that's not how you come to Malik Henry. You don't mm -hmm. do that with me. You may can do that with all these other ones, but I'm not them. You know, I move and operate differently, you know. So for me, that was the disrespectful part. It wasn't the fact that I don't like you or I have an issue with you. It's about how you approach me. Mm -hmm. You, anybody, e even if it's not in business, if you come to me as a man and you tell me that you don't necessarily like this, we can have a civil conversation about it and we can move forward. But when I find out that my name is streaming in meetings, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And then y'all talking so reckless and y'all don't think that the stuff is going to get back out and it gets out to me. You know, Now y'all mad. Right, now y'all mad. I can't respect that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm and saying? And let me just backtrack back to when I approached the young man in the calf about what can be done about our misplaced battery and charger. I don't know who you think you were talking to or who you thought I was, but you don't do that to me. I didn't come at you disrespectful. Right. I didn't cuss you out. I didn't say you need to pay for my, you know, whatever mm -hmm. you thought in your mind. But you just you don't do that to me. Oh, you can God, maybe God. do it to these other girls, but not me, because at the end of the day, I'm Kay Gordon and I don't need an organization to define me. Right. And that's that blue, blue. That's that. And that's what this is about. We, we just have to introduce ourselves officially in stressful situations because last week was stressful, but we still showed up to them events. We still was walking that parade, showed up, took photos at the concert, did everything that we had to, to do. do. So I don't know. I, you know, like I said, I'm not the type that's like, you know, paranoid and thinking that people don't like me because I'm not worried about if y'all don't like me. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's. Regardless if y'all like me or not, y'all not paying for my tuition. So that's just not, blue, it, that's blue. not, that's not my concern. My concern is for you mm -hmm. and how you come at people because it is completely unacceptable. And this grown man that I was supposed to be speaking to, he may not tell you that, but I'm going to tell you that. And like I said, if anybody ever wants to have a conversation with me, I am I'm always open to that. But one thing that we have to stop doing on Leaky University is being mad, talking different or because stuff. you got an issue with somebody, Most, that person automatically got an issue with you. Exactly. And let me be clear about one thing too because this goes into the professionalism. Not speaking to someone is still disrespect. Because the fact that it was addressed to us that many within the organization knew that they were using our equipment. You know, they may not have an issue with Kay, but they may have more of an issue with me. But the fact that y'all knew that it was still my stuff and some of you guys, I won't say y'all because there's a good number of them that, you know, still speaking all of that. But some of y'all 
you know, because of this this uh, uh, rhetoric that, oh, he got an issue with me, so, you know, I got to have an issue with him. I'm not going to speak to him. Um, for all of you that think that I'm not going to say nothing because I don't want it to be a situation, first of all, I have too much to lose, so I would never risk nothing mm -hmm. because it's not worth it. But I'm letting y'all know, for all of y'all that think that it's okay to not speak or address people that clearly are giving you life, like Kay said, that's still disrespectful. Because as much as your boss can make you mad, they still writing your checks at the end of the day, so you're going to have to speak to them. And, you know, I, I don't know why this isn't being reiterated. Mm -hmm. You know, but like I said, that's what this conversation was about. You know, it's more so to help y'all out. Because, you know, it's... And again, to put things in retrospect, Y'all wouldn't like it if the shoe was on the other foot. Exactly. Y'all would be talking mad stuff right now if some a, t a party ticket came up stolen right. or something. Right. So just remember that do unto people what you want done to you. Most definitely. Most definitely. That's key. And as far as being in the professional, in a professional environment, you know... Y'all not gonna be sitting there too much well, longer if y'all don't. Acting like this. You know what I'm saying? If y'all, I mean, I, 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 it's very frustrating because it's like I don't understand why people don't know this. And you know what? Everybody was raised differently. Mm -hmm. But my issue is on the adult, the man that was doing y'all a favor. We doing him a favor, and he can't even give us the respect. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And y'all did all of this. Folks still ain't winning step shows, though. See, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. Because I'm pretty sure that's what the camera was for. And I'm going to just leave it at that. Let me be clear about one more thing. You don't win when you play dirty. In the words of Miss Nene Lee. And you may not even know that you're playing dirty. But that's why y'all need to start holding each other accountable. So just like I said, please don't get me confused with these freshmen. Please don't. And even with the freshmen, respect them. Respect them and give them an example to know that they need to pretty much be better than you. Because in this situation here, like I'm pretty sure some of them would have even handled the situation better than y'all. So and I'm, and I'm pretty sure y'all, a lot of people probably could account for that. Right. But that's what it is. That's why you need these freshmen to understand that when they get into this position, it's like sometimes they get a little blinded mm -hmm. to the reality of what things really are because the stakes are high and they got to get things done. And they, you know, we got to do this for the step show and all this different type of stuff. That's totally fine. But let me tell you, you wasn't about to get by on me trying most to do whatever y'all was going to do. And then you honestly sat here and thought that, you know, the most high was going to come down and bless you when you come in, you ain't coming correct. I, I was raised in church and I'm pretty sure y'all was too. So y'all know that's not how it works. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that once again, I don't know if this title stuff got people kind of confused about the morality and the principles and the lessons that we learned in church, but that's where y'all need to start sitting at. You know, because I know when we come to college, we turn up, we have fun and we kind of forget about the most high, you know, God and, you know, how he wants to, us to man maneuver and operate and all of that. But I'm going to let you I'm going to let you know this. You may not necessarily know about the most high God, 
But just know the respect that he, he instilled. Right. Just know the self-respect that he instilled in me, which is why you're not getting away with some of this stuff. That's all I'm saying. I mean, and it's really, it really all boils down to professionalism. And that's really what this conversation is about. Exactly. Exactly. In principles. In accountability. Start practicing now. Because when you get into the workforce, that's the only thing that's going to help you survive. All right. With that, let's go ahead and get into <laughs> these HBCU confessions for this week. All right. So this first one is... I am not a student, but my girl is a freshman and she broke up with me for their homecoming week while I was on my way to see her. Fam, you. I mean, I got mixed emotions about this. I w- either way, I'm pretty sure the girl then regretted her decision. Right. But I'm pretty sure you would have rather her, her have broken up with you rather than her cheating on you. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I think um, maybe, and this is hard, but I think you might need to just rethink the situation as a whole. Yeah. Because if it was that easy, that mean that, it that doesn't w- it mean, wasn't worth it to her. Most definitely. And that doesn't mean that she wasn't a good person. That doesn't mean she was evil. She just wasn't ready for you. Yes. And you had to realize that. All right. The next one is, I have a boyfriend at home, but I ended up having sex with his sister. And now she wants me to dump him and date her. I don't know what I should do, Howard. Y'all wowing like that, Howard? (laughs) I don't know what to say to that foolery. Just the whole theme of this episode is when you do clownery, the clown clown comes comes back back to bite. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I don't know what to say to that confession. Yeah. I... I, I don't, honestly, I, I don't If y'all really know, know y'all gonna cheat, what is the point of being in a relationship? And that's a conversation for another episode. They, they trying to play house. You guys are trying to play house and y'all not ready. And it's okay to say you're not ready. People respect you more when you admit that you're not ready mm-hmm. rather than when you're trying to pretend. You might be hated in the beginning. Of course. But at the end of the day, they'd be like, you know what? I respect that. Because you was honest about it. And by the time we, you know, 30, 35, knocking on 40, at that point, it's just kind of like, hey, you may not have been ready in your 20s. You know, you maybe caught some stuff here and there. You cleared <laughs> out, whatever, you good. But, you know, you you messed around and stuff. But if you're ready now, I'm ready. Because at that point, everybody like, I got to start start hurrying up and right. popping these kids out, right. you know. But, uh, yeah, you know, just, just keep working on you. Keep yeah. working on you. All right, so our next one. Okay, I was dating a girl who was a fake lesbian, and now she's engaged. So I had relations with her dad. I don't really care, and I hope I get pregnant to hurt her. I think what she's trying to say is, you hurt me, so I'm going to hurt you. Most definitely, and I was from Faye. Okay. Yeah, I had to kind of reword some things because there was some, yeah. you know. <laughs> you know, but. at the end of the day, you hurting yourself. You know, you don't like her for the same thing that you just did. So are you a fake lesbian as well? Hmm. That's the question of the day. You know, so I think people need to really learn how to stop thinking off of impulse right. and emotions because that doesn't really get you nowhere. You want to get pregnant, but that's your burden. You got to, I won't say burden, but that's something you have to take care of. Yeah, because that clown years. is going to come back to bite. And bite your heart. Right. Breastfeeding and all. <laughs> all right. So the next one. 
I swear, females on campus love dating guys with GPA so low that you can't buy a gallon of gas with and wonder why their relationships aren't going anywhere. That is PVAMU? Mm-hmm. You know, that's another confession I've had mixed emotions about. It's some truth to that, you know, because if you're not on your stuff at school, how are you going to be on your stuff with a relationship and personal life? But again... A GPA don't define your character. So that's kind of a double-edged sword. If right. you if somebody hurts you, just say that, sir. That's right. all you got to say. And I mean, personally, I understand where my man's is coming from only in the sense of just being mindful of life mm-hmm. and when you're taking on a lot of things and you're trying to balance a relationship. If they're not balancing their academics... You know, they can't but, balance but, you. Right, but but you still don't know where they at at 11 o'clock at night. They're not balancing you either. So their obligations clearly just miles back. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Or shoot, miles forward. It ain't right. It. That's why the relationship isn't moving, going anywhere. So that I like that little analogy. That was that was pretty clever. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's what we have for our HBCU confession. Shout out to them again yes. for shouting us, us out. out. You know, and uh, keeping us entertained, of course. Cause yes. <laughs> yeah, these it things. was funny. <laughs> All, All right, right, y'all. So this is the end of our episode. We must conclude. But yes, you can catch yes. us again next Sunday. We're going to be having a conversation with a nice faculty member on campus yes. um, for this month, breast cancer awareness. And uh, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, it's going to probably get a little emotional, you know, yeah. but bear with us. We're really looking forward to this. And once again, you guys um, just remain professional and represent yourself, Self. represent your organization. Um, that's key because what, what the representation that we put forth is what people see that may not necessarily know or have read or researched about, you know, your entity or your body. So you have to be very mindful of that. It's not just about you. It's about your organization. Mm -hmm. And if it's a couple of y'all not representing right, then that's who the people look at. They don't look at the ones that's doing good. They look at the ones that's doing bad. And and, And what people need to understand is these freshmen regardless of what representation you're putting forth, they still idolize you. They still look up to you. So, I mean, take that. You know what I'm saying? Take that and just and, and run with it and, and go in the right direction. Please don't lead the blind because yes. it seems like the blind leading the blind, but, <laughs> you know. That's, that's how I'm going to lead out where that is. <laughs> Alright, y'all. So, y'all, just remember. See, when you do clownery, Clown comes back to bite. Don't do clownery so the the clown don't don't come back back to bite. bite. But thank you so much for joining us, you all. And we just pray that you guys have a a wonderful week. And once again, just keep tuning in and staying informed. Yes, and and I hope y'all enjoyed the tea on Lincoln Lincoln University. University. Stay informed with L-U-M-O with the memo and help us unite the Lincoln University community. We'll see you guys next time. See, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite.